1: Mark is the head bowling coach at William Penn. Mark, it's Tim Berg and Coach Casey of Clemkin. Want to thank you for joining us.
2: Hey, I appreciate the offer here and uh, glad to do it.
1: Mark, you guys have been bowling well as of late. What do you think has led to your team's success?
2: Um, going into the Hoosier, I mean,
1: usually you know
2: it's going to be probably one of the toughest patterns you bowl on all year, and and usually it's just a matter of filling frames until you catch a you know later in the day where they open up a little bit. So we kind of started the day with a grind mentality and just worried about filling frames. And, you know, I mean, once they kind of got in that mindset, then we did, you know, they were a little bit more open on Saturday than normal, but we already had the grind mentality going. So we did, we caught a couple of good pairs, you know, shot an 1100 a couple of times. And, you know, and when you're just worried about filling frames and not throwing four or five baggers every game, then at the end of the day, you end up pretty well. So,
0: so how do you ingrain that in, in their minds, uh, that, that that's the strategy you want? Because I know, uh, you know, a lot of times and I'm not, uh, isolating or picking on any, you know, certain group, but you know, a lot of times nowadays in bowling, it's easy to get into that mentality of just string and strike after strike, after strike. Do you guys work extra hard on the spare game or, or tech, you know, different types of techniques on just ways to fill frames and avoid opens or how do you do that?
2: We do focus on our spare game quite a bit, but, um, it seems like this year we've been a better Baker team and that's just kind of what we preach in Baker is just making sure we fill, you know, fill your two frames, catch your double or Turkey if you can. And, and it seems like the second half of the season, that's really registered really well with the kids. And we've been a really solid Baker team. And, you know, I mean, we really focused on that on Saturday at the Hoosier and got us off to a good start where we weren't too far behind and just kind of carried over into the Baker then on Sunday and the match play.
1: So I know there's a there's a lot of times a traditional way that you you set your baker lineup. Is that kind of the mold that you guys go in, or do you want to, you mind talking about that and how you'll do things, or or will, what you'll do on a weekly basis with the guys for your your lineups? Um, we usually have the
2: same guy lead off in bakers. You know, when we change lanes and move pair to pair, he is really good hitting his front and down lane targets. So we kind of know when we go from lane to lane or pair to pair, you know how much different they're going to be. Um, I've been, you know, I've had a freshman, a junior and a senior all at anchor this year. So it just kind of, whoever has the best look at the time kind of going there, I just try and stay with the same lead off guy just to give us a good read.
0: Well, that's cool to have a, a, a versatility like that, to be able to adjust the, you know, like you said anywhere from a freshman to a senior, uh, be able to go all the way, uh, up and down the lineup with different people that can play different roles, but, uh, you know, it looks like if you go back through your schedule and your results throughout the season, it looks like you guys really turned it on there in, in Vegas. Is that, was there any kind of a strategy change kind of halfway throughout the year, but your last five tournaments, I mean, you've, you've had some, some stellar performances here.
2: We usually bowl well at the collegiate shootout at the Orleans, but, um, you know, we got off to a great start game one first day. We shot like 1228 and we just never really fell off from there. And, Day two, I mean, in the position round, that put us down there with uh, Midland, Weber, and Wichita, and I mean, you know, we went head-to-head with those guys for the bonus pins, and Weber shot 267 on the end to take the max bonus from us, but I mean, you know, we beat Wichita there and that, Midland, and, you know, they're two really good programs also, so I think that kind of gave them some confidence knowing bowling and that 14 pod that they can, you know, match up with the you know, some of the traditional powers and they gave them a lot of confidence moving forward.
1: So Mark, let's talk about when, when it gets to recruiting and that side of things, what do you look for in bowlers when you're looking to recruit them in, uh, in high school?
2: Um, you know, sport experiences is, is very, very important um, here in Iowa. They don't offer a whole lot of sport bowling. So we try and get them in on their visits and put a pattern down and, you know, kind of watch them, see how they adapt to it and what their thinking process is on, you know, their particular pattern that's down. Um, other than that, you know, I mean, my roster is like really more full with out-of-state players and um, I have some, you know, uh, European players on the team. So they come in ready, you know, after bowling for their
0: national team. So, And how do you recruit international players? Um
2: we've got a recruiting service that we kind of kind of gives us some ideas throughout the year. Um mm. shoot some emails off, get some video on them. The two brothers that I currently have from Slovenia, we actually seen them a couple years ago at the World Youth in Lincoln, Nebraska. So that kind of gave us a little uh. head start on them.
1: Again, Mark Vanwick joining us on the Storm Collegian Spotlight. Mark, talk about the bowling that you see in Iowa being there. And uh, I lived in Iowa for a little bit of my time in my career, and some very solid players grew up bowling there and started in Iowa. So talk about the bowling in Iowa and how you were able to go around to some of the high school clubs and tournaments and kind of you know see what talent you have and evaluate folks. Yeah,
2: I mean, there's, there's a, a couple good uh, youth tournaments that, that run here in iowa the greater iowa scholarship bowling and you know they get a lot of entries for their monthly tournaments and you know so you get players coming from you know the surrounding states to bowl in that but i think this is the first year that i can remember where they've kind of went other than house shot so it's a little more valuable to go watch some of those when we can make it
0: over to them now just to see so
2: but yeah there's a lot of good play i mean high school bowling's real popular right now in iowa so it it helps for sure Hey, one of
0: the things, Mark, you know, when you look at your resume as far as yourself as a bowler, you know, you've got a, an amazing number of honor scores, um, if you look on there. Is there is there something that you think is a key to, you've already talked about excelling when the conditions are demanding, um, but how do you get loose and comfortable and allow yourself to just strike when, that, when, that's, when that's available? We,
2: I mean, we try and just really work on some lot of arm swing drills in practice where we just really try and focus on keeping that, that forearm and everything loose. And, and, you know, just really talking to them as the tournaments are going on, trying to, you know, maybe interject a little bit here, make the mood a little lighter. So they're not so, so uptight when it comes time to having to make a shot and just really trying to stay loose with the arm is all we really focus on at at crunch times. Mm.
0: Like grip pressure. You're talking like, uh, Absolutely. Yeah. As far as like grip, price. now how does that? I know you're also into the the fit and layouts and that kind of stuff. So how does how important mm-hmm. is
2: that? Um, it's very important. We've actually changed a lot of the kids' grips once they've gotten here. So I mean, we really work on it. Some people come in with some pretty messed up ball layouts and and grips. So <laughs> it's <laughs> like kind of a shock to their system when they're plugging their whole line once they get here sometimes.
1: So, Mark, in your years as coaching, how are you able to work with the guys so that when they get out and bowl these tournaments, the stage isn't too big? Because I'm sure, Steve, you would even agree, when we go out and bowl nationals and USBC Open championships, that first couple times you walk into the stadium in Reno or if it's just a regular convention center that's turned into a bowling center, you're kind of in awe. But how are you able to work with your team so that when they walk into a tournament, the stage really isn't too big for them and they're able to succeed right away?
2: The freshman... Two of them, obviously, have both for their national team, so, you know, not too much really bothers them at this point, but still, you know, I mean, first time they'd seen the Hoosier, it's like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of teams here, and, you know, you kind of got to explain the process to them, and it's like, hey, this ain't no different than just one of our smaller tier twos, we just got to go out and make shots and, you know, pick our spares up, so...
1: And it is called the Storm Collegiate Spotlight. So let's kind of hit on some of your equipment and some of the some of the ways that uh, you know Roto Grip is able to help you guys out, and and with the players and just how it makes it you know that process goes for you guys and and what you guys think of your relationship with them.
2: Um, we love it. I mean, it's a huge huge selling point for our kids, especially with recruits when they come in, and we we use the Daredevil a lot this year. We've used the Trick. Um, Got a lot of guys right now for their late day ball, being the Hustle Inc. Um, one of the toughest balls to get out of our hands, though, is I mean we generally start most every tournament with uh, IQ Tours. So, <laughs> I mean it's every everybody on the team carries them, and you know it's probably their favorite ball from top to bottom of anybody in our team. But yeah, our association with RotoGrips has been amazing. I think this is like our sixth year or something, and it's we couldn't be more proud to be represented by them.
0: Well, final, final question I have for you. We, we do have a lot of younger listeners to this podcast and if they were interested in learning a little bit more about William Penn university and about your bowling program, what's the best way for them to contact you? Um, you can email me at M at wmpenn.edu.
2: Um, that takes you right to our, uh, full school website. There's a link on there for athletics to get to bowling and otherwise, um, Contact me directly, phone, text at 641-670-1959, and we'd love to talk to anybody that's interested in our program. we got
0: like 25 guys and 14, 15 girls, so always looking to grow.